It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. So Marvel's What If Episode 7 is one that's very much lighthearted if that's the word i think that's the word that in 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 captivates in captivates is that actual word hold on i gotta one second i gotta do my googles because i just be saying words and i don't even know where they come from captivates definition yeah we're taking a little break to look it up because i'm just making sure present and captivating okay yeah we're just gonna act like i use that word right so um (laughs) uh marvel's what if episode seven is it is a lot less i don't know a lot less tense than the other episodes from marvel because this one literally follows a thor who parties and there's no tragic element to him partying there's no horror type element that's put on it or put on the story there's no downward uh, downward turn for Thor literally this is like if Thor just wanted to party that's it like this whole episode reminded me of when Disney like this episode made me feel like this was just peak 09 010 Disney like just the cookie cutter lighthearted take on these at this point multi-layered characters and so this is just like if Thor was to party all the time so that's literally the whole premise and then the rest of the episode is just him partying with different characters from Guardians of the Galaxy from his own movies Jane his quote-unquote girl that he's messing with in this episode she's in it but of course she was his girlfriend I guess in the Thor movies really she only made it out of I think one and a half movies I mean I don't even think she was in the third one at all so following Killmonger's uh episode this is a a very unexpected turn as I was thinking the what if series was just going in a more dark uh I thought it was going in more dark direction so for episode seven to come out just to be solely based on what if Thor liked the party like a lot it was just like out of left out of left field for me but i think the main reason they wanted to do do this episode with thor because i feel like there's so many other things they could do with so many different characters but i don't know what if it's not underwhelming for me but it's very much 
just like middle of the road like nothing has blown me away even the killmonger episode was showed hints of potential then fast forwarded and then wrapped everything up and super quick and didn't really give any type of satisfy satisfying uh conclusion which i don't even know did i even talk about episode six let me see if i talked about episode six i don't even think i think okay i talked about five i didn't even talk about the episode six so okay well this is going to be my episode six and seven recap so for the killmonger episode for the most part it was just what if killmonger saved tony stark but it should have been what if killmonger had a better plan that for me that was the biggest thing like the killmonger whole layout of how he was going to take over wakanda was just a much more efficient plan than the one he had for in, in black panther because even in black panther he had a great plan but there was noticeable loopholes that showed that he still wasn't quite yet to be that main villain in episode six he's definitely a top tier villain like he's one of the best villains marvel has ever created in like not marvel like as far as comic books but the mcu like he's up there with thanos like that's the type of villain he is he's just so multi-layered in the way he gets his point across and the way he gets to his ultimate goal is just such it's just so unique reminds me of i think his name was baron zemo from civil war and also he was in captain america well falcon and the winter soldier he was in that series which he was like the best part of that series to me but those two villains like they're up there with thanos like those are the like best villains the mcu has created because it is very much now established that marvel has a hard time creating and captivating villains Cap well captivating villains i don't know i'm gonna stop using that word anyways we're just gonna throw that word in the trash because i don't know how to use it so for episode six the best thing about it was killmonger outsmarting everyone even tony stark himself and tony stark actually caught on caught him and still couldn't take him down because of killmonger at the same time he's still a soldier so he was able to get himself out of the situation and ended up when ended up completing his plan so Killmonger is one of the top three villains for for Marvel I, I don't know I really like Ultron but I think it's, it's probably like a hot take at this point like for me I think Ultron is one of the biggest villains that MCU could probably use but for some reason people didn't like age of ultron so i don't know to each his own but i really like ultron i feel like he's in the top five who else is in i would say it's probably number one thanos number two killmonger number three probably baron zemo number four i have to like look at the actual list of villains because marvel has came out with so many movies i really like the abomination but that's just like my fan favorite. Like, I don't think he's in the top five. He just stands out to me. Um, probably because I saw the Shang-Chi movie. And then I'll probably say number four, number four would be Ultron. And then number five, what would number five be? 
Oh, the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming? That car, a taxi scene or whatever, when they when he was taking Peter and MJ to prom, that that was a that was a top tier type scene. Like I have to watch that scene again. That was crazy. I mean, it won't have the same effect because when I watched it for the first time, I was genuinely surprised how that went down. Like the whole car ride was just so like, because that was literally the main villain and the main hero going to prom together. Like it was like so crazy. Like the way they set that up was just perfect. So yeah, that would be my top five villains for the MCU. I would put Loki in there, but Loki's not really a villain at this point. And when he was a villain... He just wasn't good at it. He was more comical. Like, he was just there for, like, comic relief. So, even in Avengers, like, the way that Hulk was just throwing him around, like, he wasn't, like, a real villain ever. He was just, he just made a good face before Ultron and Thanos came through. So, yeah, that's how that's how I felt about episode six. I feel like the Killmonger episode very much showed that Killmonger is one of the greatest villains that the MCU has ever created. Moving on to episode 7, I did talk about Ultron. He actually shows up at the end of this episode, but I don't want to fast track just yet. I feel like this episode was mainly for showcasing Thor versus Captain Marvel. And it had a surprising turn with Thor winning because technically Captain Marvel said that she didn't want to nuke the whole planet, which is just, it's just so like her power set is just like so mysterious at this point like we don't know her actual levels like she said if she really wanted to take them out she could but she didn't want to destroy a whole country so like you can just show a whole country then where was that versus Thanos but you know whatever um her versus Thor happens the first time Thor ends up winning Captain Marvel goes back to S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. tells Captain Marvel, because they brought Captain Marvel in. Like, the reason they even brought her in was just crazy. Like, they said because Thor was partying too much. So they brought in the little, like, literally she gave that, like, beeper to Nick Fury. So, like, it was a last resort, and they called it for Thor partying. It was just, it was just crazy. But they kind of. They kind of try to make it make sense when they said, like, oh, Thor's last party destroyed the whole planet. And then they end up clearing it up at the end that, no, the the planet was already going to be destroyed. They were just having, like, a a farewell, a farewell party and then um, evacuated everyone off of that planet. So it wasn't even like a... A, a evil Thor type thing like it wasn't even like oh this version of Thor is evil but he does it in a way of partying like, like no he just liked to party that was literally the whole premise of the episode so Thor and Captain Marvel fight again and then they come to a standstill, a standstill. then they get into a whole comedic bit with his mom having to show up talk to him and and like throughout through some like 3D image, and then she said she was coming to Earth or something to check to see if he was learning. Because suppose this whole episode was just it, it wasn't supposed to be taken serious seriously at all. Like the plot was just for fun. Like if you just go into this thinking like, oh, I just can't wait to get the deeper meaning of Episode Seven and Party Thor. Like it is no d- deeper meaning. Like he was partying. His mom, he was supposed to be studying. His mom was coming back to check to see if he was studying, and then at the end. They did a whole cleanup type bit. You know, the bit that every comedy show does where 
the authority figure is coming home and you're supposed to do something, but you haven't done it. So you're scrambling last minute to get it done. Then the authority figure gets there and then everything's all in a row like they asked you to and you act like you was doing that the whole time. That's what happens with Thor. He acts like he was studying the whole time instead of partying. His mom gets there and he's teaching like some type of class. And then Captain Marvel comes in. Even Captain Marvel, the most like serious, like they actually called a party pooper in this episode. I thought that was pretty funny and on the nose because of the, the, the actor who plays the character a lot of people don't like. So anyways, Captain Marvel comes in at the end, gives him a whole PDF document of like, Things to learn about Midgard and just acts like she was helping him learn the whole time. It was just a, a very much lighthearted episode. Then at the end, when everything's like winding down, Thor and Jane's talking about going on the date or whatever, the Ultron comes comes out of nowhere. Well, not nowhere. I mean, he comes through like some type of portal. I don't know. And he has like all the Infinity Gauntlets. And then at the end, he opens his mask. Then you see Vision with the the Mind Stone, I think it is. Yeah, the Mind Stone, because it's in his mind. So they, he opens up his mask to reveal his vision, but not like vision vision. It's like vision was sacrificed for the Mind Stone, and he just took over his body like he was trying to do in the original Age of Ultron, which I think a lot of people miss that part of Age of Ultron. I think they just think Ultron was just trying to destroy the world, which he kind of was. I mean, he was basically saying like humans are incapable of running earth or something like that so you're just going to kill all of them which is kind of a crazy motivation but at the same time that was his motivation so for for Ultron it, it was uh it was interesting at, to, to say the least the his design because he had all the infinity stones embedded into his armor and then he had the mind stone and vision so it was a very cool design and I believe that the next two episodes will be breaking down the multiverse crossover. So they'll bring all the characters together to go up against this super powered version of Ultron. And I'll be interested to see how they do that because they've covered a lot. Uh, and I mean, a lot of different universes with these what if episodes. And some of the what if episodes, they didn't even like cover good versions. Like they covered bad versions of these characters. So. Like, I'll be interested to see what, I think I saw him in the trailer, I'll be interested to see what the floating head of Ant-Man will do, because he's from the zombie universe, and I don't even know if Spider-Man's going to show up, because, you know, the whole deal with Marvel, or with Sony, I don't even know how they got him in one episode, because if Sony feels like taking the character back, then what does that mean, they have to take the whole zombies episode down? Like, I'm just, I don't know how that works. Well, I guess not, because then that means, like, you can't take the Homecoming, the Spider-Man Homecoming episode down or movie down because it's already made and already contract or contract contractually obligated to be up there or whatever. So I, I really liked the, the episode. It was it was very much lighthearted. I like the jokes. I think the, the the funniest bit was when she was answering the door, but she was trying to act like nobody was behind her like it was obviously somebody like it was like the whole party like Thor's whole entourage was back there and the shield people they didn't think that oh just go in and talk to him no they just took her so it was just it was it wasn't meant to be taken seriously at all and that's how I viewed the episode so at the end of the day Marvel's What If is a to, to me it was a success I'm actually ready to get back to the actual Disney Plus 
Marvel shows that will impact the actual storyline, like Loki and stuff. But the next one's Hawkeye, so um, yeah, uh, I don't think Hawkeye's gonna do anything that in, uh, affects the actual universe. So I mean, he may take out some D-level villains, but that at that point, like I don't know. Like I, I feel like it, there's not too much they can do with Hawkeye at this point. Like, oh. But the, the character from Black, Black Widow is in the show. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Because she was my favorite part of Black Widow. Not just because of her looks. But because of her acting ability, of course. Like, gotta, gotta respect the art form that they, they place on the screen. But the looks was definitely there, too. So, I, I'm de- so like, definitely looking forward to her. And, and for people who don't know, that's the Black Widow's uh, sister or whatever. The blonde, uh, so I, I don't know, type of stepsister i don't know they i think in the movie they said it was like a fake family put together for the government so i don't even know how like how they like quantify it but anyway she was amazing so uh yeah can't wait to see her in hawkeye that's probably my favorite that's probably my most thing i'm anticipating from hawkeye and hopefully she's in a lot of episodes because i don't know how much how much i'm gonna be able to put out with just watching hawkeye so um, a lot of these Marvel episodes do well on my podcast, and I'm not changing my podcast to become a hip-hop, gaming, and Marvel show, but if if y'all would want me to review the Hawkeye series, then click my link tree in my bio, let me know on one of my social medias, and also let me know what do you think of episodes 6 and 7, and what do you think will be the best way to to end off to end this what if finale in episode eight and nine because there's two episodes left but i think it's gonna be like a part one and part two of the huge multiverse crossover but don't quote me on that that's just what i what i've been hearing i may be wrong but i feel like i'm right (laughs) so yeah um click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what is your favorite episode of what if so far and what do you think is the best way to end to end off this what if run?